Welcome to Dig It. This is the speaker. Hope you're having a beautiful Friday morning. I am here with my two beautiful co-hosts, the Sharp Edge and Corey Lynn of Corey's Digs. What's happening, girls? Hey. <laughs> I feel like we're in one of those cars that has, like, the bumper duct taped and the muffler wired up and the cracked windshield, and we're all like, yeah, let's go on a road trip. <laughs> oh, yeah. So true. It's bad. It's bad at the moment. So today we're going to talk about how shit Edge's Wi-Fi is. And she's the one recording, <laughs> editing, so it might drop out. We're going to talk about how my graphics card's blown up, so my computer might not last long, and how Corey can't talk about any of her work because she hasn't finished it yet. So that's that. We're a giant band-aid right now. That's, that's, that's going to be the podcast. So, <laughs> no. so buckle yeah. up, everyone. Buckle There's up. There's all kinds of stuff to cover. <laughs> you guys will handle. Thank you very much. We're <laughs> taking you on this road trip with us. Right? It's, it's hectic. <laughs> Climb it's like aboard. Against, it's like we're against the clock here because I don't know when my computer's going to shut down. It's we're, we're really yeah. Racist. We are, we already got booted once, so so we're yeah. gonna so we might talk really fast. Yeah. So this might be a little bit shorter podcast than usual. We apologize, but uh, we are going to talk about the January sixth commission. Um, the COVID passports, we're going to get into a little bit of discussion about what's going on in Israel and Palestine and war in general, uh, because I think that needs to be talked about because it's the biggest thing taking up the news cycle at the moment. Um, what else do we have, girls? Arizona audit. Arizona audit. Yeah, that's the main yep. gist of it. That's the main I, gist I did just it. see news that apparently seven counties in Oregon are trying to secede into Idaho. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> so we'll see if that goes anywhere. Yeah, let's I could see. I could understand their pain why they'd want to do that. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's wishful thinking, but hey, yeah. give it a go. Give it a go. Give it a go. Give it a go. Why not? So you guys right, want to start? All right, let's start with the COVID passport update. So it looks like the EU has finally reached a deal just this Thursday on COVID-19 mm. passports for all 27 nations uh, oh, members. Lord. Yeah, starting this summer. Um, and so the passports will be in the form of a QR code on a phone or a paper certificate showing proof of vaccine, negative test, or immunity. And they're going to be testing this system out, and it's going to be expected to launch by the end of June. So, wow. There we go. We all knew it was going to start in Europe. Of course. Yep. But meanwhile, we have states here in America that are fighting this, namely Florida, Texas, Arizona. They've all passed legislation uh, to ban COVID passports and to, you know, they, the, the legislation among those states, it, it varies to some degree, but um, Alabama isn't Florida, actually... Isn't Florida the only one so far? Well, I don't know what's up with Alabama, but isn't Florida the only one so far, though, that's banded across the board, including businesses? Well, listen to this. On Alabama, they just passed this week um, a ban on COVID-19 passports um, the, here's the, the way that it reads SB 627. Um, it states, it does address businesses. So it's oh. going to prohibit government entities from requiring 
an individual to receive an immunization as a condition of government services, with exceptions, uh, to prohibit institutions of education, so schools, from requiring additional vaccines as a condition of attendance, and to prohibit businesses from refusing service to an individual based on that individual's immunization status. So it appears that the uh, wording of this does address businesses. Um, It passed in both the House and the Senate, and it's headed to the governor's office for signatures. Nice. I have some friends that will be very happy out there. Yeah. So that is now, uh, to my knowledge, the fourth state, (laughs) Arizona and Alabama, now passing some form of legislation addressing COVID passports. So we're making some some headway here, people. And uh, Texas passed something too, but I think it was just with like local governments, government, you know, state offices, but nothing to do with businesses. Yeah, yeah, I think that. Yeah. Um, so I think that this wording is pretty straightforward and definitely addresses the yeah. business aspect of it, which is I think everybody's and the schools. I mean, I, I think that parents are kind of concerned about or justifiably about. Um, schools enforcing this kind of thing so right yeah two key factors there people people need to be calling their legislators in every freaking state demanding getting petitions out to them just demanding they pass bills like this because this this is what's going to lead to further tyranny and there's going to be like no coming back from it so people need to get really vocal start protesting calling making shit happen yeah, I mean, this is just, uh, what, what did the European one say? It's, it's going to be in the form of a barcode? Yeah, on a, yeah. a QR code on phones. Yep, um, so pretty much paper. a barcode. Mm-hmm. And where have we seen that before? Mm-hmm. You, you think they would uh, remember their past, right? Yep, yep. Good grief. Right. Okay, what's next? It's we got to right. move fast. I'm scared we're going to cut out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't go too fast. We do still have to talk about stuff. <laughs> well, before we move into that, though, I do want to just mention a couple quick things. Um, just some stuff I've been observing. You know, it's we're in a psychological war here. So it's not just information coming out of one side. It's all sides. And so you've got tons of people out there making some stuff go viral that has no validity to it, such as the the magnets on people's arms that that were vaccinated. I'm sorry. That's that's a hoax. Um, If someone we personally know can do that, and I actually made people test this just so that I could speak on this with and say I actually had people test this, even though I already knew that it was a hoax. There's a ton of stuff going out there intentionally trying to scare the shit out of people in every direction. So, so that you get people saying, you got to stay away from the people who've been vaccinated. Now we know, yes, we know that there are some, some not so good things that have gone into these vaccines. And we do know that there is always a shedding process. Um, What all that entails with this, I don't know that we have solid scientific evidence from this vaccine, what that might entail just yet, because I think it's a little too soon. So I just feel like people 
are spreading more fear and saying, stay away from the vaccinated and this is what's going to happen. And they're, and they're adding to the psychological warfare and creating more chaos. So I, I feel like critical thinking and analysis and science has gone completely out the window at this point. And everyone's operating on full fear and emotion. I mean, they're already trying to segregate people. I right. mean, who's been vaccinated, who hasn't? Black, white, sexes, gender. Don't don't let them make you segregate yourself. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been hanging out with. Uh, I have. I have a couple family members and friends that have gotten vaccinated. I still hang out with them. I am a okay. That's good to hear. And I think that we need to encourage uh, reporting on actual adverse events so that we can have real hard evidence and real facts. And I am working on an article, actually, on an actual legit side effect. Um, so, you know, it's, it's that we have actual documented data and information on. So, so yeah, it's just important to keep the, the – stay with the science unlike what they do you know right let's right, stay with yeah. some proof here great when you say work. that it's a, such a loaded comment because the left <laughs> uses that all the time it's all about the science when I know. In fact, it has absolutely yeah. nothing to do with the science it's all about the science <laughs> uh i preserve i prefer to stick with facts and not let my imagination go wild yeah me too yeah, and we need more reporting, like on VARES, of adverse events so that we have, a, you know, a, a larger database to look at and right. uh, so that we can use, use facts and actual science to say, look, th these are the adverse events and what's the, the, the trend here? What are the, you know, how can we, what conclusions can be drawn from that? Is there shedding going on? Um, what, you know, what are the long-term effects? And we, this is the kind of thing that we have to, uh, to, to look at over a long period of time. I mean, we, we just started this <coughs> whole vaccination process. I'm, I'm sorry, not right. vaccination, uh, experimental injection. Injection. Right. Uh, yeah, and, and, you know, there's there's other databases too um, for other countries, and I have a few of those links on the employee and student forms. They were down in the footnotes. So if people are gathering data, make sure you know you you try to pull them from some other countries as well and get as much data together as you can to spot patterns and whatnot. Right, that's what we need. Yep. All right. Okay, moving on. So should we talk about? Israel and everything that's going on. You ready for uh, that? We, we, we can talk about that. We can get into a bit of discussion about that because there is a lot of misinformation on both sides here. I did, like from every news article I've read, um, especially leftist organizations. It's all uh, Israel attack Palestine. Israel attack Palestine. Israel attack Palestine. Um, we have to remember Hamas shot the rockets first, right? Mm -hmm. uh, this was a couple of weeks ago. Hamas was the first ones to gauge that. Um, but once again, it doesn't... It doesn't um, I, I think the people here is what we got to think about, not the two warring nations, because there is good people on the Palestinian side and there is good people on the Israeli side, and they're caught between this crossfire. Now, we have to remember that Hamas is a terrorist organisation, 
It is backed by Iran. There are so many different um, memes and all this going around about, you know, Palestinian has, uh, pa Palestine has no army. They have no this. They have no that. Well, then where are they getting their rockets from? Where are they getting all, all these military equipment to actually go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Israel? Right? Mm -hmm. They're, they're terrorist-funded. Yeah. Right? They're, they're, they're completely terrorist-funded. Now, there's always, for a very long time, there has been conflict between these, these, these two warring states, I should say. Um, going back years. This, this, this seems to be something that occurs every uh, six, seven years or something, right? R r rockets will start firing. Now, what Hamas does, and this is very important, and, and there's a lot, of, a lot of videos that have gone viral of, uh, there was one with this girl that was standing outside a broken building and she's crying and she says, I just want to be a doctor and I can't. And that kind of went viral. Now, Hamas uses children mm -hmm. for their propaganda, and they also fire these rockets out of civilian areas. So when Israel counterattacks them, they hit civilian areas. Right, right. That's their right. tactics. This is very much by design because they don't care about people. No, they yeah. want mass casualties so they can uh, blame it on the Israelis, right? Right, so there's always been conflict between the Muslims and the Jews there, and I don't think it's going to end anytime soon. Well, it's just so uh, funny how emboldened they are now with under a Biden administration, right? Well, I mean, hundred percent, right? And of course, with with Biden funding Iran, right, and and, and getting back cozy with Iran, um, now all of a sudden this starts happening. Meanwhile, it, it's like the Biden administration, and this is the way the deep state always goes. They like to play both sides. It's like fund Iran, who then funds terrorists on one side, and then go meet with Israel and try to negotiate a peaceful uh, scenario on the other side. It's, it's all orchestrated. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these journalists, a lot of these news articles are yeah, this is a topic where it's so divided. You know, you got people that are free Palestine, then you got people like, oh, well, you know, Israel are allowed to protect themselves. You know, it, it, it's hard to fall into any camp because we know the Israelis have, you know, they're not saints either, right? They're not. They've been behind a lot of shit. Um, and so has Hamas. So it's one of these conflicts that have has really been used to drive people apart, and the innocent loss of life here on both sides is 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 the thing that we we really need to focus on. There's there's been a lot of independent uh, journalists or independent uh, videos coming out of Palestine and Israel talking about the situation there and pretty much calling out the West propaganda uh, from all around the world. You know, you've got these free Palestine marches and all that once again they're condemning you know it, it, innocent israelis that have nothing to do with it uh then you have other people saying you know destroy palestine right who are affecting the innocent palestinians who are there as well now or a, a lot of these people uh, coexist in both sides um there there's a lot of uh, palestinian muslims in israel that live there um as well, so it's it's such a it's such a fragile situation, but it's also being used 
to push this propaganda and once again to segregate in some sort of a way. Well, it's it's all the same players. You know, it's no surprise that we have like the uh, Rashida Tlaibs and Elon Omar's um, in you know in Congress that are uh, supporting um, Hamas, and we have you know, the, the protests in the streets by Antifa members who are supporting these, you know, these kinds of, of actions. And, and, and this is the crazy thing about it, right? You've, like, Palestine's has always been this, uh, this big issue uh, with the far left, especially um, the social justice movement, say, uh, even the LGBTQ community. They're all very uh, supportive of Palestine, yet uh, the Muslim ideology hates those people. So it's so weird. Hmm. It's so strange that they would support something where, I mean, if, if, if any LGBTQ people, you know, tried to go to Palestine for any reason, I mean, they'll be thrown off roofs. Right, it, right. It, it's it, the hypocrisy it's weird, of the left. Right? It's so, so on strange. display. Yeah, because, because um, they're supporting groups that are known. Victimized that are known to be anti-LGBTQ, anti-women's rights, and, and that sort of a thing. So oh, completely anti-women's rights. Right. <laughs> I mean, completely on the, on the far opposite scale of it. I mean, only recently, um, of course, this wasn't um, uh, shown much, but there, were, there, there was a situation in Britain where there was a court case on, you know, allowing LGBTQ uh, or doctrine to be pushed through a school, and heaps of Muslims went out and protested against them, right? It, it, it's like, I, I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> it's weird, man. <laughs> it's a real weird, weird thing. I don't understand the madness. Like, well, I think that... Um this kind of conflict you're going to see whenever you see um, a power vacuum and, and under the Biden administration, there is a power vacuum. Everybody knows that he's feckless. Everyone knows the United States under the Biden administration is weak. And so that just emboldens bad actors um, like Iran and the terrorists that they fund to do the same old crap that they always do. Yeah. Uh, we've seen this rehashed. I mean, it's been happening for a long time. I mean, we we know as soon as Biden got in, you know, Middle East conflict started to kick up again. Straight away. Like three right. days, actually, after he got back into office. More troops were sent in to Afghanistan. Yeah. And it's like just the same old rehashed play. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but I, I guess we've got to talk about war in general. And how how weak uh, the especially well the West the US definitely are, are being seen at the moment because while their military is trying to push diversity, other militaries are showing their strength. And we we made a quick video on this the other day, showing the ads, recruitment ads, military ads in different countries, and the stark mm -hmm. difference between the two is unbelievable. Right, mm. right. And we're advertising how diverse we are, how we're 
you know, how the U.S. Army is shattering stereotypes. And meanwhile, uh, Russia and China's military ads are just full-on destruction. You know, look look how powerful we are. Now, uh, I'm not going to make any assumptions as far as how powerful um, the U.S., actually is our our military actually is compared to russia and china but what we're putting on display through our advertisements just speaks volumes about um, what kind of message we're trying to send the world um and it's not the same message that china and russia are sending Mm -hmm. right i mean they're their military is, I mean, they're in it. <laughs> just, Sorry, yeah. I haven't seen this one. Haven't you seen this? I posted it in Discord. No. Yeah, sure. It's like a freaking cartoon with a bunch of kids. What yep. is happening here? Right. Mm-hmm. This is the U.S. Wow. military recruitment act. And it's funny how, you know, these started to get thrown down once again as soon as the Biden administration came. We saw the wokeness coming from military generals. And, you know, we had a few comments underneath this vid from, you know, U.S. vets that are appalled mm-hmm. at what they're seeing. I bet. I mean, they know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's a yeah. stark dis- difference when you it's put them up side to side. Yeah, it's it's devastating. I mean, they're showing their might on a military scale while we're saying, you know, any old person can come join the military here. It doesn't matter, you know, what it is. We'll, we'll find a place for you here. Now, the military shouldn't be an organization where that is the case, right? It, it shouldn't be, a, a, a you know, a diversity hire sort of a program. I mean, war is very real. You can look at the casualties from World War Two, World War One. You can look at Desert Storm. You can look at Vietnam. War is very real, and it's almost like the West hasn't has been coddled so so much over the last few years that they that they don't understand what the military is actually there for again, right? And and you know, right? I, it's about social justice and about PR and about political correctness and wokeness right now. Um, and, that's uh, the message we're sending anyways. And I watched, I watched a video the other day. I'm not sure where it was, but it had one of the funniest quotes and it completely relatable where the guy said, you know, I don't want an army full of lesbians. I want an army full of killers. <laughs> right. And I yeah. nailed it on the head. Right? <laughs> I would just like no war period, but you know, so, so, so would I, but unfortunately we're, we live in a world where you know, I know that's always been the case, especially between nations. So. Peace through strength, usually. I mean, we saw a lot of peace treaties under the Trump administration, and that wasn't by showing weakness. That was by showing strength, in my opinion. So mm, I right. think that the peace through strength strategy is the best way to go. And it's obviously not the take of the Biden administration. We're going the full-on opposite direction, displaying weakness and wokeness. I mean, as as soon as Trump said he was going to push a button on North Korea, what happened a few months after that? He went and walked in North Korea and met them, right? Right. That's 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 a stark difference. Now, if if they said something like that to Biden, what's he going to do? Apologize, probably. Right, which just emboldens enemies. Right. Yep. Yep. 
All right. Are you ready to talk about the AZ audit updates? Yeah. What's happening there? All right. I'm just going to recap some things. So the Arizona Senate sent a letter last week to the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors asking them to answer a lot of key questions on some serious issues that they'd seen so far in the audit. And this includes, they were asking, you know, uh, records of chain of custody were missing, why those were missing. Uh, Ballot batch counts were not the same as actual ballots. Uh, The databases directory on the EMS primary server was deleted containing the voting databases. Uh, Passwords to have the administrative access to the machines, they've been withheld. Seals have been cut from the boxes of the ballots and ongoing noncompliance by the Board of Supervisors with these subpoenas. So the Senate, once they got us, they sent this um, letter and summoned the the um, county to a meeting on Tuesday the 18th to answer all these questions. And when the county board received this letter, uh, they immediately held an emergency meeting to seek legal advice. And then they sent a letter back to the Senate on the 17th, answering some of the questions, some not so much. Um, this letter that they sent, um, it's uh, basically they, they said, uh, deleted database basis statement, which is completely false. The claim of the lack of chain of custody docu- documentation was false. They can't produce the passwords because they don't have them, only Dominion has them. And they can't allow the auditors access to the county routers because they're tied to sensitive law enforcement and medical data. Oh, God. So the county said that they would not be attending the meeting this week and they won't even be responding to any more inquiries uh, by the auditors. And they called for the Senate to end the sham audit. So instead of appearing to the uh, Senate meeting, the county held, they held a press conference on Monday. Sheriff Penzone was there. Um, This sheriff was installed with the help of George Soros money to the tune of $2 million. He was there, of course. course. And he's been perpetuating the story that the auditors can't access the routers because the voter data is co-mingled with law enforcement and healthcare data that causes some security issue. So uh, anyways, they did not appear at the Senate meeting, but the Senate did hold a meeting uh, regardless. And a lot of key discoveries were exposed in this meeting Uh, Ken Bennett, who is the liaison for the Arizona auditors, he explained in this meeting that they are seeing a large number of duplicate ballots that they cannot match up to this to any of the original ballots using the serial numbers. So meaning like if you have a ballot that was destroyed or messed up in some way, they were a, a duplicate ballot was created. And so you should be able to match one for one the destroyed or messed up ballot with the duplicate ballot. Well, they have a bunch of duplicate ballots that they have no record or they cannot find the original destroyed ballot or messed up ballot. So that's a big issue. 
he also explained that the obstruction and stonewalling uh, that the Board of Supervisors has been doing um, on the routers and the passwords. And then here's the best part of it. Ben Cotton, who is the, um, he's with Cypher, who's been conducting the forensic audit. He explained how the database's uh, directory on the EMS primary server was deleted, containing the voting, da voting databases, but da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> he was able to recover them through forensic data recovery process. So that was huge and bombshell. And I'm sure some jaws dropped when that was exposed because, and everybody was cheering on our side, of course, who's supporting this easy audit. But I'm sure right. some board of uh, supervisors who were watching this when it happened, probably wet themselves a little bit. <laughs> so, so they are making some great progress on this audit despite all the obstruction, but it has slowed the process. And now they're saying that they expect the audit to be completed sometime by the end of June. So that's where we're at with the AZ audit. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good. Good to see that we were able to recover some of that data, and uh, we'll see what comes of it. I'm really, I mean, just at the edge of my seat uh, to, to hear what the result, re results are on this. Yeah. So, January 6th commission. January 6th, good God. <laughs> uh, on to more obstruction and chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's some of the big news this week. January 6th commission. The House of Representatives voted to establish a commission to probe the January 6th Capitol unrest. Of course, this commission will not be looking into violent extremists who plagued our cities, burnt down our buildings, looted our small businesses, killed police no. officers. Totally uh, unnecessary. No, no. And of course, we're not going to get to the bottom of Nancy Pelosi's decision to not put National Guard troops in place prior. Right. Or the mysterious death of Officer Sicknick. Or the killing of Air Force veteran Ashley Babbitt. I'm sure none of that is actually going to get probed. Right. No, this is an attempt to target Trump supporters, label us as domestic terrorists, and perpetuate the lie that we're all somehow white supremacists. And white supremacists is the biggest domestic terrorism problem that we have in this country right now. That is what this is about. Optics, uh, theater, and demonizing, demoralizing uh, this MAGA movement. I'll let by Liz Cheney. How nice. Yeah, with 35 Republicans joining in on this. Mm -hmm. Yes, so the commission and passed in the House 252 to 175 with 35 Republicans jumping on board with the Democrats on this. Of course, Liz Cheney is among them. But here's the list. And yeah, if you remember see, it. Yeah, remember these people. If you see your state and your representative, make sure you two remember them. We need to vote these rhinos out. But here's what's the good side of it. Um, the bill goes to the Senate now, where it does not have the support of Mitch McConnell. And it's unlikely to get support of 10 Republicans in order to pass. So I think it's going to stall in the Senate. Hmm. I, 
it, one would hope. It, it, yeah, but even if it doesn't doesn't stall, this is not about getting to the bottom of everything, of, of, of anything. This is simply just about uh, labeling, putting this propaganda out, and just using it to push it. It, it, it well, will get to the bottom of nothing. There is nothing to get to the bottom of. It's but, also being used as intimidation to try to shut people down so that they won't, they'll be too scared to protest or speak up or fight back. Exactly. Um, you know, that's, that's the main reason. It's intimidation. It's intimidation to squash our movement in order for them to stay in power. It's not enough to impeach Trump twice. It's not enough to have investigation after investigation from Russiagate, to Ukraine, to taxes. They have to now go after Trump organization for criminal charges. They have to go after Trump supporters who were at the Capitol on January 6th. It's all about squashing our movement by demoralizing us, demonizing us, labeling us violent extremists, domestic terrorists, so they can remain in power because they know our movement is strong. Yeah. And, it, and it's not slowing down. It's gaining momentum. And I think they're actually terrified um, about the repercussions of that. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're trying to intimidate um, us and uh, try to try to squash us and silence us. I, I mean, they're, they're incredibly scared of a Trump 2024 run. Uh, whether that's going to happen or not is, you know, who, who knows? No one really knows. But that would probably be the most Trump thing you've ever seen, right? To come back in 2024 and uh, win again. Like, <laughs> be the most Trump comeback I, thing you've ever seen. I can't believe, <laughs> right? I can't believe it's only been, it's literally today, I think, it's been like four full months since this god-awful Biden administration. Four months. Does it not feel like four years to you guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so much. They've crammed so much into the first hundred days. <laughs> it's unraveling everything. And Well, this is what they do. Then one of the... One of the biggest things is the uh, environmental related stuff and the fossil fuels and the climate change hoax and all of that. There's like over a hundred regulations that uh, Trump had either removed or put in place to help and benefit this country that they are now unraveling and blocking and people i think a lot of people just don't even know the full effects of that because that has everything to do with the other website i'm building mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah you got a lot going on Corey. You dude I'm, telling you, I'm looking at i had to print out a calendar right i have a calendar for me in june of like article i am literally working on i'm working on a side effect to the vaccine article i'm working on this huge breaking financial scandal deal that has everything to do with our future and impacts everyone um which you're actually helping me dig a little into that i'm working on um a piece where i actually found um i found some products i found a way to shop at a usa place rather than amazon it has over 450 products i'm so freaking excited so i'm working on that in fact okay this is kind of a gross story but I have a big poofy white comforter on my bed and I go up to bed last night and there's this huge puke stain, neon yellow. And it's like a foot long. <laughs> Why? Early in the morning. Why? Why are you doing this? Dude, it went like all the way through. So anyway, 
<laughs> there's this awesome stain remover that they sell and these products don't have um any of the bad chemicals in it so i'll get into that in the article when i write it up i'm so stoked so i spray this stuff on i'm like there's no way right like yellow bile who knows how many hours it's been sitting here on my white comforter dude in two minutes like it, can't, it all came out now i still have to take it to the laundromat because it's a comforter you know and it went all the way through but still so anyways, I'm working on that piece. I'm working on a piece right now. I should um, mention, though, that was, <laughs> that was probably one of your pets. <laughs> yeah. Was, oh, yeah, that was from my cat. Did I not mention yeah. that? <laughs> I have well, before and after pictures of that one, too. <laughs> absolutely not. Everyone will be thrilled to see that. So then I'm working on one with um, that has to do with uh, ranchers and, you know, cattle and and, and which, of course, will be ripple effect, food supply chain. And I'm working on, um, there's like a couple other ones I'm working on too. Plus, I'm building this other website. And I've been talking with some folks out in Montana. There's some stuff going on there. And so I've spent like half the week on the phone, you know, coordinating and speaking with people and while also doing research and, and writing. So this is why you guys as wonderful as you are are covering the news because i'm i'm clueless on some of this stuff you're talking about i haven't had two two seconds to keep up with it all we know you got a lot going on and we're going to be able to break a lot of it here on dig it sometime in the future so that's exciting you've got a lot coming down the pipe just can't really go into all the details yet so we get it no but next week i have a great one coming out it's a video of uh myself and Catherine Austin Fitz talking about a checklist document that I put together on loosening technologies grip on your mind. And it's a checklist people will be able to print out and um, that has to do with pulling yourself away from technology, um, you know, like minimizing it and then also securing yourself and some safety things you can do. And, you know, I'm still working through the checklist myself, but it feels so good every time you get a couple of those knocked off, I'm telling you. So that's coming out next week. That's already, already done. I just have to get it formatted. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And speaker and I are just working on short vids for YouTube Hive Mind channel, and we'll be continuing to do some longer podcasts, deep diving into certain topics um, on BitChute and Foxhole. and yeah. um, Generally, we'll get back to them when I can get my PC situation fixed. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been having a lot of technical issues lately, hence well, my, why my, like, we're yeah. driving a beat-up truck, get, taking everybody yep. up. <laughs> we're all duct taped together right now. <laughs> and it, yeah. What was it? Your graphic card blew up yeah, on my, you? my graphics card's blown up. How ex- how expensive are those little ditties? Um, for one that I need to edit and all this thing, oh, pretty expensive. <laughs> they, <laughs> they ain't cheap. Pretty, no. they, they, they ain't cheap. Pro- probably going to cost me about six seven hundred. So good grief. Mm. Good grief. So yeah. I'm just trying to get that all organized. Um, trying to work all that out for next week, and also trying to find a way to get it done cheaper. But hey, guys, also, we made it I don't to want, this podcast. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to leave the girls hanging too, so I need to get that up and running. But uh, Edge is was kind enough to do all the editing and the recording today, so thank you for that. Covering of course. Of course. All right, team. 
we survived this road trip. We made it. <laughs> we did, right? It cuts out now, at least we made it this far. And thank you to everybody who <laughs> came along for the ride. So we'll see you back <laughs> next time here on Corey's Digs. Please be sure to share this podcast. We're on BitChute, Foxhole, Gab TV, iHeartRadio, Hill.net, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. We'll see you back next time right here on Dig It. Thank you.